Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. side here but then again my internet has not been awesome so I'm hoping everyone can hear me um so going back to that summer camp high right and nothing changing when you get when you get back this is human behavior okay we can be inspired to change we can see like wow this is so cool I want to do it but if we don't if we don't take action if we don't know what action we're going to take after that then nothing really will actually change. How many times have you sat there and said like, man, I wish we went on more date nights. I wish um, we had more sex. I wish we didn't fight over the kids so much. Um, you know, this, this year we're gonna change all of that. This is not, this is the year that we're gonna change all of it. And, you know, hey babe, what do you say about, you know, having more date nights this year and going on more adventures? And it's a conversation and yeah, of course. He's like, of course, that sounds amazing, right? Like best of intentions, but what are you actually implementing? And the thing we miss because it's a relationship, not a job, is that intentional effort. Just like owning your own business takes you showing up for it every day, just like running your own company takes you making intentional effort, consistent effort, regardless of whether or not anyone's buying or responding to what you're putting out there at the moment, you still have to show up for it. Your marriage, if you want the marriage you want to have, that relationship, that deep, vulnerable connection you want to have requires the same attention. And so when I hear women say things like, you know, that sounds great, but I, I, we're, we're in an okay spot. We're not like, we're not in a spot where I really think we need help or I really think I need to invest at this level of say like working with you or coming onto the badass wives club or gosh, even, even some are just like even going to, to therapy that's covered by insurance. Like, I don't know if we're quite there yet. It's like, let me ask you what there is. Like, let me ask you, what does your marriage have to experience, have to go through? How bad does your marriage have to get before you take action on improving it? See, this is a conditioned mindset we are, we are trained in from a very young age, guys. This is totally normal. So I don't judge anyone for saying or thinking or feeling this way. I just want to wholeheartedly challenge us on this. Because we are trained to grind, 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 and put out fires when they arise. And that's a reactive life. That's a life that we respond to instead of intentionally setting forth a path and a plan and a strategy for success. And our marriage is no different. It needs that exact same plan. And it, what would it look like in your marriage 
if you were intentionally pouring into it, intentionally pouring into yourself and, you know, Carrie Ann Briggs, girl, I got a shout out to you today because she put out the quote of the day. It was such a good perspective was, you know, putting yourself first isn't ignoring and neglecting others around you. It's pouring into yourself. So you overflow into them. Holy moly, you guys like pouring into yourself so much that you overflow onto them. Right. We have that mindset misconstrued so often is like, it's either us or them, or it's either them. Like we have to go to them first. We have to put ourselves last. We're being sacrificial, you know, God says to serve others and to, and to put yourself last. But here's the thing that we, we misconstrue so often is we put ourselves last so much. We make our own like bare necessity needs, workout health, mental health. Uh, I mean, bathing, we put that at the bottom of the list before everyone else is taken care of so that so that we literally have nothing else left. That is not what we're called to do. We cannot function that way in a happy, healthy way. So if we're constantly running around and just reacting to things around us, including in our marriage, and this is a common, this is a common thing I hear too, is well, we just have normal marriage stuff. It's not like stuff that requires work. Right. And it's, it's totally understandable. Every marriage has some stuff. There's, Oh, there's conflict, right? There's, there's ups and downs to every relationship, but guys, let me just encourage you right now. Cause I had a consult call the other day and her response to me was, um, something along those lines where she felt like, you know what, it's, it is bad. And that's why I reached out to you, but I, I know it'll just get better, you know, or it could just get better. And you know what, if in like six months, it doesn't, I'll, I'll give you a call. Right. And this, I don't, I can't even tell you how much like, that's okay. Like in the sense of like, if you're not really ready, willing, and motivated to make a massive change in your marriage right now, like it has to change, then we're not the right fit right? Like I, I work with women who are ready to do the hard work and, and do the hard stuff to make the right, the big changes in their marriage. And, and to give you a picture of that, the hard stuff could be prioritizing, waking up and working out for yourself in the morning. So you do have the energy you need. So you're not just exhausted and stressed out, right? Like the, like you're ready to take action. It's not like, a, Oh, you know, it'd be nice to have like, no, that's not what coaching is about. Right. So just to give you some insight into this conversation, it wasn't a big deal, but the, what I'm hearing in this, and I hear from so many other women is like, I have to be, it's almost like you guys don't give yourselves permission. It is. And I'm going to speak this as an us, because I totally felt the same way for years. I did not get the help I needed to get because I didn't think I was bad enough off. I didn't struggle the way others have struggled. So therefore I don't really need to invest in my, myself. Um, our marriage had struggles and complications, but we weren't really to the point of like really bad. So we're just going to try to figure it out ourselves. 
guys, that mindset in and of itself is like, you're just waiting for things to get so bad before you give yourself the permission to get better. If we are constantly growing, if you guys are of a, if you acknowledge a growth mindset, if you, if you say, yes, I am a, of a growth mindset, we are on a lifelong journey of growth and improvement. And we only get there by continuously challenging ourselves to go to that next level of, of wherever we're starting from that is coaching. Where are you now? And where do you freaking want to be? And how do we get you there? Right? So I want to ask you guys something, right? If you're to the point where your marriage isn't great, it isn't a priority and everything else in your life right now seems to be taking the front seats. When does it become a priority for you? What has to happen before you're like, you know what? Yeah, we need to call Katie or we need to go see a therapist. At what point does that happen? I want to encourage you guys right now, because this is the same thing I talked to her about was what if instead of waiting six months for this right here to get so much worse before you take action on it, what if you take action on it right now when there's still hope, when you still have some like, oh, I think we might be able to make this work, right? Because guys, I've been at the place where it's like, I truly don't, I truly have no idea it. I mean, I'm talking, talking to God himself saying the only way this marriage is working is if you do a miracle and you transform us both, because I ain't going back to the marriage I was in and I'm not, I am. And I, and I, and I don't want a divorce, but the only, only possible things here I see is if there's any hope for us as a relationship, it's gotta, it's gotta be put back together and we gotta be different people. We gotta be a different couple, right? That's how low we got in this looking back retrospectively. It was, we were, we were trying to get help. We were, go, we went to a couple of therapists but I was not committed to my own personal growth and development until we had gotten to the absolute breaking point. And this is what I want you guys to see. I created this group to encourage those from all across the board, no matter where you're at in your marriage right now, right? Whether it's, you know, great, you can always be better because we're always working, right? If you're good again, same, right? Or bad all the way down to crap. I don't know if I even want to stay in this marriage. This is what this group is for. But I also, I want to speak wholeheartedly to you guys right now that no matter where you're at in your marriage, you should be committed to working on yourself to be better for it. Because the second you stop that growth, the second you stop the pursuit of growth and development in yourself and prioritizing your relationship, that is when it starts to, oh my goodness, I'm losing it. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> that is when it starts to dwindle. 
Okay. It happens gradually. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like do a doom or gloom video here. Right. I, I, I want, it is exactly like I said, I don't want you guys to just hear me talk and go, wow, that's, that's great. Um, good for her. Good for her clients. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that she had that transformation, you know, maybe, maybe one day I, I could do that too, or gosh, I hope that doesn't happen to me. No, I want you guys to walk away with actual things you can apply in your very own marriage. Right. So I want to ask you guys, if you guys aren't having sex because your kids are sleeping in the bed with you, when does that change at like what age, how old, how much longer down the road does that can get kicked? before it's like, oh, my husband and I's sex life is a priority so that our marriage can thrive so that our kids can see us in a loving relationship. That was actually a conversation we had just this weekend was like, we were talking about whether, you know, you let the kids and granted, these are older kids, let the kids know that you're, you know, getting busy and you need your privacy. And it's like, yeah, growing up, that was like not a thing at all. Right. Like I was very fortunate in the fact that my mom and dad would embarrass the crap out of me and kiss in front of me and it would gross me out. Right. But as an adult, I saw love, I saw affection. Right. And so why don't our kids know that mom and dad need our private space? Because we do need to be, we do need to be intimate. And yes, yes, guys, before you freak out on me, there are appropriate ages and how you disclose all of that. But that that's what I'm saying is like, why aren't we leading the way in like, Let's not have that marriage where we're just all about the kids and the, the love between us is not shown. Nobody wants that guys. The story didn't start with let's, oh, I can't wait to settle down with a guy and have kids so that we can barely go on a date and only spend time with spit up on us and uh, hate each other and resent each other for the workload that they're not sharing with nobody dreamt of that. Why do our lives become that? Because the dating scene is the fun scene. There's no expectations. There's no, there, you can be the best versions of yourself because you're still independent enough to focus on what you really want. You're also folks so focused on each other and each other's needs that's the priority, which is why it's awesome. Right. But then guess what? Life happens. And it's like, it's an impossible standard to live up to. So how do we, how do we keep working on the marriage so that we don't wait until it gets so bad that we got to dig ourselves up out of the hole? Right. Like, Oh, I'll, you know what? Call me for the next group because I, um, right now I'm just totally swamped at work and it's a stressful time. Will it really be less busy for three, four months from now? Will it? I mean, maybe, maybe it will, but then like, let me just get this. Let me just, if you're in a spot where you're like, yeah, I could really use that support. I could really thrive in my relationship. Okay. When you put that off for four months and you just came out of a busy season of work, how much more repair are you going to have to do in your marriage versus if you commit at least one hour a week of putting it as a priority? So 
ladies, this is really what I wanted to just hone in on, right? Is that when people say marriage is hard work, the hard work is showing up for it consistently, even sometimes when you don't feel like you want to. It can be awesome. It can be amazing work, but, but it's hard because it takes this consistent action because for years, no one even had groups that you could go and get support with, right? A big thing that I hear uh, women talk about too with me is I don't really want to air my dirty laundry in front of a bunch of women who I don't know. And it's like, yeah, but guess what happens under those circumstances when we all air in our dirty laundry? We all have dirty laundry and we all go, oh, I'm not alone. Oh, she actually experienced something far more worse than I am. And, and they're coming out of it. There's totally hope for me. We get, we get inspired by other people and then we all get to hold each other accountable for where everyone's at in their state of growth journey with themselves and their husbands. How freaking cool is that? Yeah, it's totally scary. The unknown always is. We are far more. There's so much psychological studies that show we are so willing to sit in discomfort as long as it's something we know. Because, because even it's the frog in the water analogy, right? Like you, you sit a frog in, in water and then you turn on the heater. It will sit there and boil alive. That is us 100%. If we are not intentional and constantly making sure that we are checking in with ourselves and living the life we want to do in in pursuit of living the life that we want to do every day, we will be that frog because our brains are conditioned to go back to what we're most comfortable in. And if what we've been most comfortable in is complacency, or chaos, or depression, or victim mindset, or control, if we are most comfortable in those environments, because that's what we experienced the most when we were growing up, we will naturally recreate those environments as a comfort zone for ourselves. So if growing up, you were used to all of those things, and it wasn't a joyous, thriving environment, you're going to recreate that chaos within your very own home, within your very own relationship. This does not have to be the case though. It's completely, there's totally a fix for this. And I don't like fix because, yeah, I don't, I don't like that word. There's, there's an absolutely a way out of that mindset. There's an absolutely a way for you to rewire the way that you were brought up. Your past doesn't determine your future. We know this, that's neuroplasticity, okay? But in order for you to truly change how you think, how you feel, you have to first be aware of where it's coming from. You have to be aware that it's even there, that you're even doing it. And that's just step one, right? So if we get to pour into our marriage in an intentional way, in the priority that it should be, 
And this again, ladies, is not to neglect ourselves to pour into our husbands. It's to pour into our marriage as a team, give and take, right? If that is the case, what does that look like? And if you're not doing it now, when will you? I'm not saying you need to jump into the Badass Wives Club. You may not. I'm not saying you have to get on a call with me. You may not. But you absolutely need to put forth the effort and intention into your marriage if you don't want to get to a point where it's doom and gloom. There are so many parents out there who have waited until their kids are well into their teens before they look and address the real issues that, that are, are in their marriage. And by that point in time, they've lost, they've lost sight of who they are as individuals. They've lost sight of who the heck they're married to. They have to relearn each other all over again. That stuff happens all the time because we're just going through the motions. We're just trying to do life. We're trying to support our kids. We're trying to give them the best life that we possibly can. And then before we know it, it's like, oh yeah. Remember when, when I had hobbies and remember when I used to like love you and we used to have fun together. When did joy make it to the bottom of our lists? That's a whole nother thing. I could do, I could do a whole podcast episode on that. When did joy make it to the bottom of the list? Like we need to be like nose to the grindstone, miserable all the time. And then maybe we'll sprinkle in something fun for us here and there. I want to rewire that we need to be filled with joy all the time or, um, okay. Let's talk about that. Okay. Cause we're not robots. We're not robots, but how is joy a priority? When does joy come first? Right. We, but, but we need to do the hard stuff in order for us to have that. I feel like I'm contradicting myself here. So let me, let me just be clear. <laughs> we, you don't, you don't get joy by just waking up and doing literally whatever you feel like. When we really look at when our relationship was on fire, when our life was just amazing, if we go back to that point in time, we came out and we did some hard work as a result of it. We did, we, we said we had the tough conversation. We, we, uh, we did the hard thing as far as working out or getting healthy or overcoming a big traumatic incident with our family and rising above it. Right. There is always like a major obstacle in that, that we overcame. And the, the point is, is we don't feel truly alive as humans by just doing our life based off of what's happening around us. And what do we feel like today? Oh, I have to just go to work because this is just what I have to do. Right. And I hate my job. Well, do you have to provide for your family? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Um, so, so, so I'm not telling you to just like get up, quit your job, be broke and lose all your money and let your house go like, no, but what could you do? What's the next step? You could start looking for a new one that you might actually like. You could start 
taking up a new hobby or interest. You could start learning something new. You could open yourself up to a new skill that could lead eventually to something that you love, right? And this is just the same with our marriage. If if we're not having enough date nights, why is that? Whenever we're operating from a certain way, we're doing it for a reason. And we're not going to just change it because we're going, you know, we want to do more date nights. Well, of course you want more date nights. What stopped them in the first place? Oh, well, it was kids. Oh, okay. But what about the kids getting in the way of your dating? Oh, well, we don't have childcare. Okay. Can you really not afford childcare or are, are you on this like massive Dave Ramsey, like debt snowball payoff where you're not allowing yourselves the investment Ramsey's not against investment. You guys, to all you guys fans out there, just so you know, uh, you're not allowing yourself the investment of the value of going out away from your children and being able to experience joy and love and relationship again. Okay. And then going back to guess what, even if you truly cannot afford childcare or you don't trust other people with your kids, whatever that case is. Can you still find time to connect when the kids are not around, right? What are you guys doing after the kids go to bed? Are the kids up so late? You don't even have that time. I have an awesome fix for you. Make the bed, make the kids go to bed earlier. If they're older and they don't have a bedtime, tell them they need to go to their rooms and hang out because it's your time. Whatever the case is, guys, the, I just want to remove the excuses of connecting with your spouse and making that a priority for you because we only get one shot at this. We only get one shot at this life that we're living and this life that we're doing together. And if we spend the whole time just going through the motions, holy moly, what an exhausting trip that is. So, anyways. I'm getting off my soapbox now. I hope this was helpful. And I truly, honestly, just wholeheartedly hope that you did take away some major action plans that you're going to put into your marriage moving forward. And actually, I even want to just leave you guys with that, like an action step, like one small thing you're going to implement in your marriage as a result of this, that's going to make it more of a priority. Is it a date night a month? Is it a date night a week? See, we don't go from no date nights to like a date night every day. Like we, we take it baby steps, right? What can you implement? What can you commit to? And is it, is it having a hard conversation with your spouse? You've been feeling, you've been feeling a certain way for a long time and you've been holding it back because you're so afraid of what his response might be that he's not even aware you feel that way. And as a result, maybe you've been acting in an uncaring way. Maybe you've been distant, who knows? Are you ready to have that hard conversation with him so you guys can grow and have an opportunity, have an opportunity to grow together, to be vulnerable together? I, one thing you guys are going to take away from this call and implement in your marriage and prioritize that not when, or if you feel like it, or when you get a chance. And for those of you listening who want my coaching on a weekly basis, who want my accountability 
and the resources that I have and the women that are going to be in this amazing badass group because they're all awesome. And you want to be surrounded by that every week to champion you on into your best life and your best marriage. That is what my Badass Wives Club is. And that happens, at the, those live calls take place every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. And if you guys want more details on that, you have to DM me right now because it's closing. <laughs> and it's starting on February 2nd. All right, guys, I'm going to let you go now. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day and I hope to see you back here soon.